realized that I needed a deeper understanding of some of these key concepts. I needed credibility before our clients. And that's when it hit me that, yes, I had attained what I went to look for. So many other professionals, especially lawyers here in the market, are asking me, how has been your professional, your privacy journey? And what do I need to become a good privacy professional or a great privacy professional? So this is why I told them. Are you ready to know what you don't know about Privacy Pros? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast by KZNT Privacy Experts. The podcast to launch, progress and excel your career as a Privacy Pro. Hear about the latest news and developments in the world of privacy. Discover fascinating insights from leading global privacy professionals. And hear real stories and top tips from the people who've been where you want to get to. We're an official IAPP training partner. We've trained people in over 137 countries and counties. So, whether you're thinking about starting a career in data privacy, or you're an experienced professional, this is the podcast for you. And welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast. My name is Jamila and I'm a data privacy analyst at Kazian Privacy Experts. With me today as my co-host is Jamal Ahmed, Fellow of Information Privacy and CEO at Kazian Privacy Experts. Jamal is an astute and influential privacy consultant, strategist, board advisor and Fellow of Information Privacy. He is a charismatic leader, progressive thinker and innovator in the privacy sector who directs complex global privacy programs Considered by his peers and clients to be one of the UK's preeminent privacy experts, he has the credibility and gravitas to engender confidence. He's a sought-after commentator, contributing to the BBC, ITV News, Euronews, Talk Radio, The Independent and The Guardian, amongst others. His Privacy Pros podcast reaches audiences in over 100 countries and is ranked the number one privacy podcast in the world and one of the top three GDPR podcasts. Hi, Jamal. Hello, Jamila. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I am, um, I've had a very busy week, so uh, I feel like I've had a really productive week, but I'm quite exhausted at the same time. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, Jamal, so next week, Wednesday the 16th and Thursday the 17th of November 2022, we'll be at the Risk Exhibition. Tell us more. Yeah, so the Risk Exhibition in the Excel London is bringing together all the GRC professionals. And one of the hubs is on data protection and privacy. So we'll be exhibiting there as the Privacy Pros Academy this year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to meeting all of the awesome people that listen to this podcast that are going to be coming. I'm also looking forward to meeting some of the mentees who are going through one of our programs or have already been on the program and uh, promised to come and say hi and celebrate. Um, so it would be good to see them because a lot of the time we've only met uh, virtually. Uh, we haven't really met everybody in person. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. And I'm also looking forward to meeting new people, making new professional connections, and maybe even some friends as well. So if you're listening to this and you're in London or in anywhere in the UK, get yourself down to risk at the Excel on the 16th and 17th of November. Look out for us and make sure you come and say hello. Yeah. And tickets are free, I believe. Tickets are free. If you're in the Academy and you're listening to this, I've got about 20 VIP tickets I still need to give out. So uh, let me know and I'll hook you up. Great. Uh, We hope to see some of you there. Right. Over to our guest today for our podcast. 
got an amazing guest. Tracy Vivian Odipo is a tech and data privacy lawyer advising global enterprises on all aspects of corporate and commercial law, contract law, financial law, GDPR, SAS through the use of technology and artificial intelligence to drive efficiencies within the business of law. Tracy has recently completed the Certified Information Privacy Manager, CIPM, through the Privacy Pros Academy. Welcome, Tracy. It's lovely to have you. Thank you, Jamila, and thank you, Jamal. I'm very happy to meet both of you this afternoon. Thank you for having me on this show. So, uh, as we always do on the Privacy Pros Academy podcast, we start off with an icebreaker question. And today's icebreaker, Tracy, if you had a chance mm. to go to the moon, would you? I think, yeah. <laughs> Though I have never actually ever thought of being in the, uh, on the moon, <laughs> but I've dreamt of being in space, but just not the moon. So, Tracy, what was happening at work that led you to want to do the Certified Information Privacy Manager, the CPIM, what was going on? What was your role prior to doing the course? Um, I work for PwC as a data consultant, data protection consultant here in Nairobi. And um, here in Kenya, we have a Data Protection Act that came into effect in 2019. And there's been a lot of developments around data protection and privacy space uh, in Africa in general. And therefore, when I moved to PwC, um, I was coming in as a data consulting, consultant support on most of the projects that the company was handling for its clients. And most of our corporate clients engage us on gap assessments. Uh, they want to map out risks that they're currently facing. Uh, in complying with the Data Protection Act here in Kenya. Uh, since it's a new act, I was also working a lot on ensuring that we create the uh, importance and necessity for them uh, to be aware of the Data Protection Act, as well as also for them to understand through trainings what the Data Protection Act is about. So through my experience as a consultant, I realized that some of the key concepts and about the Data Protection Act in Kenya, uh, as well as the GDPR, because uh, we advise clients who are multinationals based in Nairobi. And most of the time, I find that our projects are GDPR, are implicated by the GDPR. So I realized that I needed a deeper understanding of some of these key concepts. I needed credibility before our clients to whenever I spoke about my background in privacy, I also realized that I was doing much of my work advising clients on how to set up a privacy program within their organization. So it was important that I gained skills and knowledge in a CIPM accreditation. And that's the reason why I opted to do the CIPM. Nice. And um, why did you decide to do the CIPM with the Privacy Pros Academy in particular? Is How did you find out? Because obviously... You're in Kenya mm -hmm. and we're based in Britain. How did you find out about the Privacy Prize Academy? Great question, Jamila. So one thing that I planned for earlier into the year is that I approached my manager and I told him that I wanted to upskill in data protection and privacy. Mm -hmm. So he, he told me to go to IAPP and find out how the training is done, if they have any... Um, partners that train uh, this program. So when I was searching on CIPM program, 
I also came across Jamal's LinkedIn. I also came across the Privacy Prost Academy online. And that's when I reached out to Jamal and I said, look, I'm looking to be trained by a certified trainer uh, in CIPM program. And I just don't know where to start from. So Jamal linked me up with Ananya, who took me through uh, the mm-hmm. Privacy Pros program, how it's delivered and how it has really helped privacy professionals in the market to upskill and also just to gain that credibility in the market. So that's how I came across mm-hmm. Privacy Pros. Yeah. So Tricia, I just want to go back a little bit. So, so you've, you started this role with the big four. You've got a lot of responsibility you're yeah. managing lots of projects and overseeing them, and you've come in at a consultant level, which basically means, you know, you, you, you've got to really deliver. And you said what you were looking for was a deeper understanding, number one, so you can serve better in your role, and you also wanted more credibility. So those mm-hmm. are the things you wanted. But what, I'm curious, like, what are some of the frustrations or the pains that you are feeling from not having that deeper understanding and perhaps not being able to have that credibility in front of clients? I think just the concepts being delivered in a very simple way, because when you go through the GDPR and also the DPA in Kenya, which is quite modeled modeled on the GDPR, the terms are quite heavy. And even as a lawyer, if you're not a privacy if you're not a privacy practitioner, it's not really easy to break that down into simple, understandable, you know, concepts. So when I reached out to Mm. Privacy Pros, that was my main intention. I wanted this simplified Mm. to me in a language I could understand and apply it in my day-to-day work. Mm -hmm. So I was hoping to better deliver the gap assessment projects to my clients. When we roll out the gap assessment to our clients, there are key controls that we use to achieve a privacy program or framework within a company. So for me to understand these key concepts and apply them on my day-to-day job was really easy after the CIPM training and just how to come up with the best questions to ask the clients to, you know, to map out those risks that the organization faces on a day-to-day basis. We'll get into the results because I know uh, you, I, I shared with my team. I got a message from uh, Tracy all the way in, in Nairobi saying she's killing it. So we'll get onto that in a minute, the results. <laughs> what I, so what, the, the reason I'm asking these questions is because just like you reached out to me, I speak to so many privacy professionals um, on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. on Facebook, on other places where they engage in. And they, they also have very similar problems to what you've just uh, shared with me now is, look, we love what we do. We love data privacy. But it gets, sometimes it gets really overwhelming. And then because I'm not really sure, I spend lots of hours looking into stuff. And then I start questioning myself. And all of that starts chipping away at my confidence. And then it starts eating into my free time. And then mm-hmm. this work-life balance that I'm supposed to have from this role suddenly goes out the window because I'm always double-checking, triple-checking and making sure I've got everything right. Can you resonate with um, some of those feelings that I hear a lot? Absolutely, Jamal. So, for instance, I would give you a scenario uh, where somebody reaches out to you. They need advice with regards to a specific operation within their company. And when you read the law, Mm -hmm. it's one thing. It's more theoretical. But then applying the law and implementing that in a real-life scenario to clients is absolutely different, worlds apart. So, for me, that was a huge challenge in terms of 
how to relate these two aspects, the concepts, the theory that you learn from the GDPR itself and how to now apply that in real life scenarios and give solutions to organizations that here, this is what, what I think you should do. For instance, if a client has already collected personal data from its customers before this law came into force, but now there's a new privacy law that says the nature of information you've collected from your customers is really sensitive. You need to obtain their consent. So in these kind of scenarios, then how do you advise your clients? Those are some of the questions I've had to answer because you get that there are new privacy laws in the market. They're imposing these kind of obligations to companies. But then what happens to the information that was collected before this law came into force? So those have been some of the practical challenges I've had to address to my clients. So pr- prior to the training, when you was dealing with these kind of challenges and the questions, mm-hmm. how did you feel going about giving an answer to them? I felt quite inadequate, to be honest, Jamal, because first of all, I didn't even understand now how do I curate the best cat scenario in terms of responding to their business needs and also making sure that they stayed compliant with the regulations. Coming from that space or from that position up to now, I feel like there's been significant improvement in terms of just how the Privacy Pros program made me understand the how of what the law is and how to apply that in a day-to-day basis. So that I, I just want to touch on that feeling, the, the pain, because it's the same, what, we, you're, what you're talking about now, every mm-hmm. single privacy pro can relate to, that, that feeling of um, inadequacy. Sometimes uh, we call it imposter syndrome or, or self-doubt, right? But that's exactly what we're talking about here. And it's a big problem across the industry. Um, and so a lot of people find that privacy the, the role, the privacy role, although there's so many privacy pros out there, it can be a little bit long because you're often by yourself trying to solve a lot of challenges. Yeah. So this uh, feeling that you're struggling with before you join the program, how was that having an impact on other areas of your life? So I think back then, then it would just be difficult because uh, you find yourself really demoralized moving forward. Uh, you find yourself not not believing in yourself. And also you find that sometimes you're questioning a lot your capabilities. So uh, it's not really the best feeling, especially when you have to deliver on projects that are already ongoing. So for me, it really pushed me to go beyond my own comfort zone and explore what it is to be a privacy professional. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Tracy. And uh, I I really want to show gratitude to your honesty because what you're saying to me there, everyone has those problems and they tell me those individually. But the fact mm-hmm. that you're sharing them, it means that so many people will be able to relate to you. And when they hear your story, they'll be able to get inspired by you as well. So just to summarize, um, you've got this role. Uh, you're working for the Big Four, high-pressured environment for high-performance professionals. Mm-hmm. You're a great lawyer. Um, you've now been tasked with operationalizing privacy. There's already ongoing projects and you're getting new projects all the time. And clients are coming up to you and asking demanding questions. They're expecting you to give them the answers. But here you are, you understand the law, but how to then translate that into finding pragmatic solutions for your clients in a way that they understand what you're saying without just regurgitating what the legal requirements are was something that you were struggling with. And that led to you questioning your abilities, feeling a bit demoralized and starting to have this feeling of inadequacy, which then becomes exhausting and starts impacting other areas of your life. So then you started looking for a solution. Uh, you came across right. the Privacy Pros Academy because you went and spoke to your manager and he was very supportive and he said, yes, 
I want to help you go and find a solution. So you came with Surprise Pros Academy. Did you look at other potential solutions without naming any names or did you just come straight to us? Yes, I did. Uh, so I looked at several other providers in the market who are uh, IAPP certified partners to provide the kind of training. Uh, and also I just considered whether I should go straight to you know, subscribe and do the examination, like apply for the CIPM exam and just book my slot in there and do the exam. But when I came across the privacy pros uh, on LinkedIn, I saw that it was a network of other privacy professionals. And I believe that that would really help me to share what I understand, to know where I am and to unlearn the things that I thought I knew. And especially also just to get this wealth of information from other individuals, that was a very good addition to just going to do the exam only. I think it was the best choice I made because post the CIPM, I'm still able to reach out to these privacy professionals. The cohort of privacy professionals that I met during the program has really helped me push forward in my career. All right. Awesome. And I'm sure Jimmy is going to ask you a little bit more about that. So you looked at other programs and then, of course, we, you didn't have to take a program like you identified. You could have just booked the exam and done it yourself. Uh, and a lot of people decide that, you know what, they're just going to read the book and learn how to mm-hmm. pass the exam. Why was that not enough for you? I think because coming from my previous background, what I have learned in university and what I actually applied in my actual life, professional mm-hmm. life, were two worlds apart. So coming from that experience, I knew that joining a practical program would really set me high, you know, put me at a very higher level, give me a chance of succeeding even way faster than just getting the accreditation only. So for me, in fact, to be honest with you, Jamal, it wasn't about getting the CIPM accreditation but to know how to apply those skills in my in my re- my day-to-day work. So yeah. even over and above CIPM, which I haven't even up- updated on my LinkedIn, I feel like going through this privacy program has really helped me to gain practical skills that I'm currently using in my job, right. which awesome. an exam would not would never have given me. The, the other yeah. thing you could have done, Tracy, was um, signed up with someone else. You could have signed up. I think there's 120 uh, official training partners as part mm-hmm. of it. What compelled you to join the Privacy Pros Academy over anybody else? Because you said you, 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 you've done your research and you're very smart. So I'm sure you would have done your due diligence. Um, what yeah. was it about us that stood out for you the most? I think what I got from uh, the market the previous Privacy Pros mentees that you have trained. Also, I got to understand the full spectrum of your program. It's really detailed what you do, how you help your Privacy Pros clients to to eventually, you know, kickstart their privacy career. And especially, I think I came to know about Tahi Chaudhry before I knew you because I saw his profile on LinkedIn and it spoke about his background and then I was like okay this this Tahi guy has never even imagined that he would turn out to be such a cool guy such a cool privacy pro and uh, so reading just about his story and how he made it to being a manager a data protection manager in his current organization was quite inspiring so for me um, I I really could relate to that and I I think from my research I then made up my mind that this is the kind of 
academy that I was looking for. All right, awesome. So then you took the leap of faith, you joined the academy, and um, you, you was welcomed in. Tell us more about your experience during the program. Right, so the experience was quite insightful. The experience was really, really fantastic. One of the things that I loved most from this program, as I have mentioned, was just meeting these other privacy pros, professionals, from across the world, like from UK, from the US, we had pros from Canada and also uh, Africa. So those are really different privacy data protection regulations represented and having to learn about how data protection is done in their countries and how, how they approach some of the key concepts that we're trying to distill to clients really was a good uh, learning point for me. And then also during the program, uh, Jamal has this quadrant and Jamal, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna refer that back to you to, to explain it to us and what I picked from that. It really helped me to identify where I was. It really helped me to know, uh, to unlearn the things that I thought I knew and just to also be aware of where I was in terms of my privacy career. Thanks for that, Tracy. So, yeah, so one of the first things I do whenever we start the live uh, sessions or the live program or the, the live teaching part of the program is I always start off with explaining the four different quadrants. And at any time in your life you will find you are always going to be in one of these four quadrants. And this is what I say is the kind of uh, cycle of learning. So first... You have unconscious incompetence. You don't even know that you don't even know about something. Then somebody talks to you or you come across something and you realize, oh, what's that? I didn't even know about that. So you're now consciously incompetent. So you know that you don't know about this. The next stage from there is to then become consciously competent, which means that you've learned how to do these things. You will make some mistakes. You will still struggle a little bit. You have to think about it. But you, you, you are consciously competent. And the final mm -hmm. stage is where we get to unconscious competence, which means you can pretty much do this thing in your sleep. And whatever stage you are in anything, in your career, learning about privacy, different aspects of privacy, you will find you're in one of those stages. First, we start doing privacy. We learn about the principles. And then one day somebody comes along and mentions something new, maybe something to do with facial recognition and artificial intelligence. And you're like, hang on a minute. I have no idea what that's all about. And you yeah. go through all of these four stages. And when you are consciously incompetent and when you're consciously competent during that stage it's a little bit outside your comfort zone so you have to challenge yourself because that's the only way you can go up to mastery which is the unconscious which is the unconscious competence and it's a little yeah. bit like when you learn how to drive a car uh, just to make people understand the concept we're talking about so first you go you think okay I, I need to learn how to drive a car I don't even know how to drive a car, right? So you've got this conscious incompetence that, yes, you don't know how to drive a car, so you need to go and learn. So then you book some driving lessons. Maybe you get somebody to teach you, and you have to, you know, shift the gear, and you have to think, oh, I need to get the biting point before I change or I'm going to stall. And you're driving around. Maybe you've just even got your license, and you still have to think about indicating, just thinking about when you need to change gear, and maybe you need complete silence or you need it to be quiet for you to be able to do that. But over time, what happens is you get so used to doing this, you become an expert and you can do it pretty much without having to think about it. You can have a conversation with somebody, you can have a sandwich. I've seen people applying makeup uh, and driving, which basically means now you've gone to a stage of unconscious incompetence. So that's the quadrant. And what you find privacy pros coming to any of our programs find is they will be at different stages. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're not even aware that they don't know about certain things. And this is the biggest problem with 
trying to do self-study for these complex matters is you won't even know what you don't even know because it's completely unconscious to you. It's only when you go and learn from other people, you get a mentor of experts in the field that you understand, oh, yeah, I had no idea about that or I had a misconception about that. And mm-hmm. I got the clarity I needed. And when people come to the program, sometimes they will come and they'll be like, wow, this is fantastic. Uh, I was feeling super confident before I joined, uh, but now I'm not feeling as confident in certain areas <laughs> because you just showed me there's so much that I don't know about and I need to learn about them. And people mm-hmm. get really excited because now we've highlighted the gaps, which means when they go and fill those gaps and plug those gaps in, they can be a more holistic and a much better privacy professional. Other times people come in, they're feeling a little bit low, feeling a little bit unconfident, questioning themselves, and they come on the program and they discover new things. And sometimes they discover, I actually do know all this stuff already. I know a lot of this already. There's a little bit I need to add on, and that's going to help me to go towards mastery. And they come in and leave feeling super confident. And so I'm going to ask you the question. When you join the program, before you join the program, how confident were you feeling? And how confident do you feel now that you've graduated from the program and you've been doing uh, implementing all of the lessons? We, we used to use the 10 out of 10. <laughs> so when I joined, I was at 4.5. By the time I was completing my, the program, uh, I was at 7.8. It really, yeah, it really got me up there. And I had a lot of confidence. And I remember there's a lot of business development I was doing at that time in the market that just boosted me. And there was lots of clients who were then listening and plugging me into those conversations. How can you help us here? How can you help us in this area? And that's when it hit me that, yes, I'd attained what I went to look for in this program. So, uh, Jamila, I've been talking a lot. Do you want to uh, <laughs> uh, let me give you an opportunity to come in? I wanted to ask a question for you, Jamal. I know that when you decide to take someone on to the Privacy Pros Academy, there are certain criteria that you look for. You don't accept, you want to make sure it's the right fit. What was it about Tracy where you thought, yes, this is someone, bless you, this is someone that could be really great as a privacy pro? We are very selective with who we allow into our academy. It's not just there's a website, go and uh, put your credit card in and you can join. You have to go through an application process. The, the reason for that is we actually have a community, right? This Privacy Pros Academy, it's not just, hey, come and do a training for a couple of days and then get on with your life. Mm. We're all working towards building a world where every man, every woman and every child will enjoy freedom of their personal information. And the only way we're going to do that is by empowering every organization on the planet to adopt honest privacy practices. Mm-hmm. To achieve that, we must have a community of privacy professionals that we upskill to become world-class professionals that have integrity, that have sincerity, that actually want to go out and serve and thinking more about them, about the world than just beyond themselves. And those are the people that we attract to the community, the people who want to give stuff back. So that's what we look for is those qualities that, yes, they're eager, they want to serve because they want to make an impact. They want to make a difference. They want to leave a legacy. That's the kind of individuals we look for. Some people will just come and say, hey, how much is the program? I just want to know the price. And then we say, okay, let's have a conversation. Where are you? What are the challenges? They're like, no, no, I just want to get 20 grand more. Why? Oh, I just want the money for myself, like a very selfish reason. So that's not the kind of fit that we have in the community. The community is, yes, we want everyone that works to work, that becomes part of the community to get highly rewarded. And if you listen to some of the people in the program, you see coming through the program, they've had increases in salaries, they've been able to go and buy properties, they're having an amazing lifestyle. 
we love all of that for our community, but we also want it to be beyond just what we can get. Mm-hmm. And it should be about what can we give as a community and yeah. having such a massive impact. And uh, when Ananya told me about Tracy, uh, from the conversations she was having, you could see the passion and you could see here is somebody who is actually willing to sacrifice her time, sacrifice her energy, go and speak to her boss and say, hey, I've got some shortcomings and I want to be a much better person because I want to serve my clients better. And when mm-hmm. she serves her clients better, guess what happens? She actually serves the whole mm-hmm. of her nation better. And it's not just her nation. She works in multinational companies as well. So she's having an impact on the world by working on all of these projects. And those are the kind of individuals that we want that say, hey, I want to be the best I can. I recognize that I'm not there yet. And you have uh, proven that you can help individuals elevate their level of professionalism and I want to be part of that and I want to contribute to the community and that, that's what it's about it's about making sure they're a great fit for the community and have the right, right mindset yeah and Tracy that was something that drew you to the um, academy the community have you found a lot of use um, from the the privacy pros community yes Jamila there is a lot of discussions that happen in a in a group charts and uh, I've learned quite a lot some Sometimes you even get to be challenged as a privacy professional by some of the questions our, you know, our privacy professional members are able to ask and we're able to share ideas. You learn that you didn't know something actually existed. So it's like a day to day learning. There's always something new out there in the market every day. And the thing I love about privacy and privacy pros community is that you get to learn that Data protection and privacy is an ever-evolving thing, is an ever-evolving uh, concept. So you need to mm-hmm. always challenge yourself to get more um, upskill, to get more knowledge in the market, yeah. and also where there's no knowledge, to brainstorm with your colleagues uh, or Privacy Pros members on what are the possible answers or what are the possible solutions we could offer in the market. And I think for me, that's really something that's a good takeaway home because you get to continuously learn from your uh, from your colleagues and also to share your knowledge with them. That's great. It's amazing. Thank you. Uh, so we've spoken a lot about kind of what you were doing before the academy, what we are doing during. So post academy, what is the biggest difference that you've seen in yourself? I think the biggest would be in the way I'm currently dealing uh, with client projects. The turnaround mm-hmm. is a bit faster. So I'd say that uh, the way I have previously delivered my gap assessments is not the same. Also, mm-hmm. I would say the the way I used to conduct my trainings and awareness has really improved. It's more knowledge rich and practical to my clients. And lastly, I think in terms of also just upscaling myself professionally, I think it's put me at a very good, a very good place in my career. The main difference between the Tracy you met during the training and the Tracy that you're speaking to right now is that I have gained a lot of confidence professionally as a professional. I could walk into a room very confidently. And I say this because previously I could make deliver most of my trainings with other colleagues together who are lead on the trainings but now Mm -hmm. I can lead the projects I can lead the trainings and for me that's a very great step forward in my in my career because it's given me confidence it's 
given me the comfort that I have made so much progress compared to the person I was two, three months ago. It's also really helped me uh, in just the way I, I provide solutions with regard to data protection and privacy to our clients in the market. So that's also a really good thing for me. And obviously, the one thing that I have left out is that so many other people have reached out to me, especially people who know me on LinkedIn and also people I have no clue I was I was friends with on LinkedIn or I had connected with on LinkedIn, people from New York, people from Nigeria, people from Nairobi, and they're all reaching out to me to ask about my experience in privacy pros. And what is the worth in getting accredited as a certified information privacy manager? Uh, does it, is it, does it really pay, um, in terms of, does it really get you up there, uh, whether it's financially in your career or whether it changes you in terms of upskilling? So I've had a lot of sessions where I just said, okay, let's, let's have a chat. Let's have a virtual teams call. And I would tell you about privacy pros. I would tell you about my, my transition, and I'll also tell you about, you know, my uh, my story about getting this CIPM certification. So it's not the same person, and I think much of that has had to do with the last two months in my life. That's that, that is super inspiring. So you came into the program, you worked so hard through the program, you asked some great questions, and you got the transformation, you built up the confidence, you got the clarity that you were seeking, and then you started applying it. So many other professionals, especially lawyers here in the market, are asking me, how has been your professional, your privacy journey? And what do I need to become a good privacy professional or a great privacy professional? So this is why I told them, you need to join Jamal's Privacy Pros Academy. Because first of all, you benefit from a wealth of other cohort members. You will learn so much. You'll share ideas. And also, you'll get to explore your competencies and privacy pros and build on that. And then the other thing is that uh, I would also tell them the reason why to join privacy pros, they will help you prepare for your CIPM and not just to pass the exam, but to go beyond the exam and operationalize the concept you've learned in the CIPM program. And then lastly, I would advise them to join Privacy Pros Academy because Jamal is a great guy. <laughs> He's fun. He really makes everything just so easy. So I don't know why you should seek for another trainer. Go to Jamal. All right. Thank you, Tracy. I'm, I'm very grateful. And just, yeah. just for the record, no, no brand envelopes have been exchanged between myself and Tracy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, no. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Tracy. You've been so insightful. And I think anyone that's listening who's considering joining the Privacy Pros Academy, I think your words will have, you know, made up their minds for them. Um, as we always do on the Privacy Pros Academy podcast, we like mm -hmm. to end by asking the guest if you have a question for Jamal. So you can ask him anything, whether it's personal, whether it's work-related. Most people usually choose work-related, fortunately or unfortunately. But there you go. <laughs> The floor is yours. <laughs> wow. I had two questions, but now I just have to ask one. You can, you can ask, ask me both. if you like. You can ask me both. Tracy, you're inspirational. You can ask me both. Right. The first one is, Jamal, what keeps you grounded in terms of going each day in privacy, how to inspire others? What really keeps you grounded? Who inspires you? What keeps me grounded is yeah. this vision that I have 
where my baby daughter will grow up mm-hmm. in a world where she will have complete freedom over her information. Mm-hmm. And one of the things uh, that I've been taught by one of my mentors is what you love for yourself, you must love for others. True. So if I love that for my daughter, then why should I not love that for every single person's child and every single woman and every single man and every single person on this earth? And when you look at that and you go to, so, so for example, I mean, two years ago, I went to, uh, I went on pilgrimage to Mecca. And when you mm-hmm. go there and you're all wearing the same clothes, just a white rag, and uh, reminds you of how close you are to death. And you just realize that you're completely insignificant. <laughs> like who you are yeah. is completely insignificant in, in terms of just uh, hundreds of thousands of people. And you're just one white dot moving around with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that's going to make a difference is how you show up and serve the people. So that's what inspires wow. me, is how can I make sure that this white dot, uh, the, the, I, I'm this dot amongst all the others, how can I really show up and serve, and how can I have a great impact on the globe? And I found privacy, and the Privacy Pros Academy is actually going to really help me do that. And it's actually when people like you uh, write on LinkedIn or message me or message in the community about your story mm-hmm. and how it's had such a profound impact on where you was and where you got to after the program, that's what inspires me. People like you, Gracie, people like that, people who have Thank gone you. from having unease in their life to where it was, you know, sometimes a bit miserable just thinking about work because, oh my gosh, I have to go and do that again. To now where yeah. they're like, I just need four hours sleep and I can go and serve some clients because that's how passionate you are. That's how confident you are. And that's how much uh, of an impact you also want to go and have on the world as well. It's you Absolutely. and Dahe and every single person in the academy. You guys are my real inspiration because I can see the difference it's making and then I see the kind of work you guys are going and doing and there's other people you're inspiring. Yes, not every single person is going to come to the academy, but that's not what it's about. It's about inspiring people. And when you guys allow people to see the light and say, hey, instead of fitting in, let's all go out and be outstanding, that is me making sure that I'm guiding people to be their best selves. And that, that's what I love most. Wonderful. Thanks a lot, Jamal, for that answer. So I'll quickly just ask the last question. How yeah. do you find physical sports? <laughs> yeah, have you have you tried? Have you exploded? <laughs> Physical activities. So I'll have you know. I still hold the four hundred meter record in my high school for the Oh basket. wow! You do. I, I have. I have. I'll share. I'll send this in the group. Actually, I have a stack of trophies for my footballing days. Then I hurt my knee. Uh, and since then, I've been a bit pudgy. And in terms of sports, the only sport I play right now is badminton on Tuesdays. Do you know what? Every yeah. man I know says, I could have been a professional football player, but I well, had a knee. Yeah. No, I, could, I, didn't <laughs> have the I didn't have the talent to be a professional footballer. I was destined for better things. Privacy, yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to have to buy these with Jamal's wife, Rahena, um, because I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why do you ask about sports? Are you hinting that I need to go and uh, focus on no, my health? No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, the reason why I asked that because is because right. I've been takeaways for the last eighteen <laughs> months because my house has been refurbished and I've had so many problems with my kitchen and uh, yeah, I'll talk about yeah. that story another time. But yeah, no, I was saying that I, I think because I'm an avid follower of you, I have, I think I must have come across something where you said. You're not so much into sports at the moment. And and even if you were to do something like, say, read a book on sports, you would need a professional trainer. 
to get you going into that. So like the way I'm so interested in data protection and privacy, I came to you because you're the pro. So <laughs> I was just wondering, have you explored this kind of, you know, professional? <laughs> no, no, I haven't looked at sports professionally, but if I was yeah. to, then I would go and find the best mentor. And yeah. I'll probably right. find somebody who has retired from doing what they did, but they was the best at it. Right. And this is, this is the thing. Like I, one of the things is when it comes to investing in my development, I don't think twice. Mm. Just this year alone, you could say I've spent about $60,000 on professional mentoring. And that's on different areas of my life, not just uh, privacy, but, um, communication, uh, how to mm. serve people better, how to build better products to engage people. Because look, here's the thing. When you go into business or when you go into anything, and if you're just looking at, hey, what can I get? Then you're going to end up with the same program that all other official training partners do, which is, mm -hmm. hey, buy this program, come in two days, somebody will read slides out to you, and then you're left to fend for yourself. That's when they're looking at how many of these courses can we sell. The way we look at it, or the way I look at it, is how can I serve better? How can I help people to become super world-class professionals? Mm. And that's why we have this unique program that you'll find nowhere else. Nobody else gives you the community. Nobody else gives you all of those useful resources that I spend evenings and months going over, the easy-peasy guides, uh -huh. the case summaries, the enforcement actions, in a way where you can go and share that story with your clients. The reason I make it so easy-peasy is for you to get credibility, people need to buy into what you're talking about. Facts tell, stories sell. So by summarizing all of these things, you can now go and say, hey, guess what? I know the story about what happened when Google got fined blah, blah, blah happened, and this happened, and what we should learn from that is X, Y, Z, rather than the law says you have to do X, Y, Z, and if you don't do it, you're going yeah. to do it fine. We uh -huh. are trying to get people to buy in so they can adopt those honest privacy practices, so then we can have an impact on the globe, right? So it's when you look at the question of how can I serve better rather than what can I get, you start getting uh -huh. some of the results that you see us getting as an academy. I'm super proud of what we're achieving as a team. And I mean, on the podcast, you hear me and Janilla on LinkedIn, you probably see me posting. A lot of my team is always in the background, but it's not just me and it's not me. I mean, I'm probably the most insignificant part of it. I just do what I'm told to do, right? And come up with <laughs> ideas. But those ideas yeah. are not developed by me alone. It's people like Jamila, people like Mahmuda, people like Anania, Aditi, Aman, Hassan, uh, Yasin. Mm. Every single person on our team plays a part. I, I get the pleasure of getting all the credit because you just see me delivering it. But all of those things come together as a team. It's very unfair for me not to give credit to the team uh, every opportunity I get. So, Tracy, thank you for reminding me. And it goes back yeah. to reminding myself. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a humbling experience when you go and you see that you're insignificant. The only way to make sure that your existence means something is to go and serve as many people as you can. Thank you. Great. Yeah. We've had such a profound chat, found out so much about Tracy's experience in the Academy. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, yeah, Jamal. Yeah, I was going to say, I lost the podcast. I ended up on very philosophical notes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but I, I, I want to hear, Tracy, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? What, what's your message that you want to share with the world? My message is as privacy professionals, whatever it is or at whatever stage that you might be at the moment, uh, you might be going through a lot of challenges at work, trying to explain to 
clients, trying to simplify those concepts in different regulations across the world on privacy laws. Please feel free to reach out to the Privacy Pros Academy. There is a really good community here. There is a really good trainer, Amal, and his team that do a really good job ensuring that you gain that confidence that you require. I hope to see you soon as one of uh, the members of the Privacy Pros Academy. Thank you. you. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jamila. And thanks a lot, Jamal, for hosting me. It's been a great pleasure and happy to do this one more time again. (laughs) In the future. Awesome. Tracy, we'll we'll, we'll bring you on a webinar. Let's do it live next time. Wow. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, Be sure to subscribe, like and share so you're notified when a new episode is released. Remember to join the Privacy Pros Academy Facebook group where we answer your questions. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're leaving with some great things that will add value on your journey as a world-class Privacy Pro. Please leave us a four or five star review. And if you'd like to appear on a future episode of our podcast or have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear more about, please send an email to team at kzient.co.uk. Until next time, peace be with you.